My name is Dr. Bart Precourt. Welcome to the Health Made Simple podcast. These podcasts will help you create simple strategies and simple habits so you can get back to being the best version of yourself. Hey everyone, Dr. Bart here and welcome back to the Health Made Simple podcast. Great topic for you this morning and I'm going to be really, really bold this morning and go out on a, line, out on a limb and tell you that this is the absolute best nutrition plan for humans that there is available, period. And listen, I know that's a kind of a big, bold statement. So just kind of follow along here. You know, one of the bigger challenges that I, I see every day now, especially, you know, I'm in clinic practicing every day, and it's really analysis, you know, paralysis by analysis, meaning that there's so much information out there for us. There's so much stuff available that it's almost making people confused and complicated. And when that happens, of course, we taste take less, less action. So this morning, I'm going to help clear clarify things for you. We're going to get things, we're going to just simplify it. So if there's a, there's a time where we're trying to make health simple, this is it again, because the truth is, if you listen to me talk, you've heard my podcast, you've heard my Facebook live messages, that health is actually very, very simple, that on occasion or very frequently, we get in the way. And that's the challenge. We get in the way with the food we put in our body, the chemicals we put in our body. We get in the way that we think. We get in the way that we move our bodies or not move them. So we're gonna today we're gonna simplify all of that. So you know that when you're done listening to this today, you can walk away with absolute confidence and not confusion. Confidence, not confusion, with exactly what is the best plan for me to start with today. And then we'll talk about other strategies you may use to get different types of goals. So, again, welcome. Uh, nice to have you here this, this morning, this afternoon on the Health Made Simple podcast. So, what is the best doctor recommended diet plan that there is out there for human beings? And I want to start again, just kind of mentioning. By, by by talking about how we get so so many people are, are confused right now. I hear every single day there's so much you know uh, conflicting advice out there, and I don't actually know that it's conflicting. I think the challenge here is that you know, I, I don't think it's there's very much conflicting out there. Every now and then you see a story uh, about oh this is bad for you or this is good after everyone's been doing you know like for example we saw recently uh, everyone knows at this point unless you've been under a rock, I guess, that, you know, the good healthy fats are good for us. And then an article comes out about coconut oil being bad for you. Well, that was just for the shock. That was just for the entertainment of it. But there was nothing backing that. So, you know, that kind of stuff made some people a little bit confused. Like, what's the real story here? But at the end of the day, there's there's those shock value ones, but most of the message are staying the same. And I think here's the challenge that it's not that things are complicated, but there's different uses for different programs and different uses for different dietary or nutritional plans. And I'll, I'm going to hit on that in just a little bit because there's all kinds of things, right? So, uh, and I use all kinds of them. These are not what I'm talking about this morning. I'm not talking about keto this morning. I'm not talking about paleo. I'm not talking about a vegan diet, vegetarian diet, elimination diet, AIP diet. And there's many, many more. All of those are strategies that we use to get very specific type of results. But today I'm talking about the best type of nutrition plan 
for human beings. And listen, this plan that I'm talking about, you can't go to those other plans unless you got this one down first. So let's just let's hunker down and get into this a little bit. So before any of those others, we have to get these basics down first. And one of the bigger challenges right now, and this is kind of a, a little bit of a side note, a serious note, that all of this information is kind of it's causing some some serious other challenges. There's a there's a phrase you'll hear more and more now in the health world we hear it all. It's called orthorexia. And that is really overbeing or overdoing the emphasis of trying to do everything healthy. So whether it be healthy food or exercise, you almost become, you develop a condition of sympathetic dominance or worry and concern and fear that what you're putting into your body might make you sick or you're not doing the right type of exercise. So listen, folks, we are overthinking this. And again, today is all about making it simple. And although I'm making it simple, and I think sometimes we discount simple, but the simple in this situation is the basic. So if you're an athlete or you're you're a fan of sports, you hear about people like teams going, we got to get the fundamentals right. Whether it's a basketball team, getting the fundamentals, dribble, shoot a, a free throw shot. The football teams, get the fundamentals right before you try to get fancy. And that's what's going on right now in the health world. People are trying to get fancy. All these different biohacks and this and that. And you know, hey, listen, and I'm part of that. I love the, you know, the experimentation, but we have to get the fundamentals right. And I'm about to dive deep into this. And the reason that's so important, one of the bigger challenges that I see right now is that people are always trying to tweak things, always trying to find the biohack, are developing a body that has a state of their, of their health in what I call sympathetic dominance. That sympathetic dominance, basically a stressful state for your nervous system. Always, always, always thinking, always, always, always on the go. And sometimes we have to just kind of slow that down, calm it down, and go with the basics because the basics are what those habits that we develop with the basics, the foundations, the fundamentals, that is where our strongest, that is where the biggest part of our health are going to be developed. So let's dive right into this. And you might hear my dog in the background. I apologize for that, but he's doing what dogs do. All right. So here is the best plan strategy for human nutrition. And it's what I'm going to call God's garden. So follow along here. There's five different, well, really four, then I've got to give you a bonus. And it's really, really simple. And again, don't discount simple. If you want to develop good, strong health for the long for the long term and not have to always be thinking about how complicated it is, just go with this. So God's garden, what does that mean? It's real simple. I want you to eat from God's garden from this point forward. And what that really means to you, if it walks, if it comes from a root, a plant, or a tree, if it walks in the garden or swims in the sea, eat it. I'm going to repeat that. If it comes from a root, a plant, a tree, walks in the garden, swims in the sea, we're going to eat it. And what that looks like, when I say walks in the garden, if it's an animal, eat it, right? A deer walks in the garden, right? A rabbit walks in the garden, cow walks in the garden. You get my point. If it swims in the sea, it means if it's a fish, eat it. So we're going to start right there. And before you start saying, well, what about this guy and what about this guy? A root, a plant, a tree, walks in the garden, swims in the sea, eat it. That means if it's in a bag, if it is in a box, you're probably not going to eat it. If you can't recognize it in its original form, if you can't look at the food and say what root, what plant, what tree, what animal is that, what type of fish is that, if you can't identify it, we're not going to eat it. Number two of this, this you know, the, my, my God's garden, the four rules, 
is this, and I didn't have to say this 15 years ago, it needs to be organic and it needs to be non-GMO. And here's why, folks. Listen, we'll go to organic first. Well, we'll this is going to kind of cover both. The organic means that we're not going to use pesticides and herbicides. And it also is going to include, if you're eating organic, it means that it's non-GMO. The GMOs have only been around for 15 years. And the best way I can say, say to, you know, talk about this is we have to open our, our, our eyes here. It, some people playing this off of this is no big deal. It is a big deal that we are putting pesticides, herbicides, we're growing them within our food and then we're, we're, we're you know, ingesting and digesting them. They are, the, they are at the root cause of a lot of our mental disturbances, anxiety, depressions, and mostly our gut issues. They are big cause and problems that are creating things like leaky gut. So that we have to go non-GMO. We want to go organic. And the other reason here is this, is the commercially um, commercial grown vegetables and, and plants um, on these commercial farms, they're over farmed. They are significantly reduced in the amount of nutrients that they're pulling from the soil. So we have a deficiency issue and we have a chemical issue. So rule number two. So first rule, for if it comes from a root, a plant, a tree, walks in the garden, swims in the sea, we're going to eat it. If it is organic, so we want it to be organic and non-GMO. And then rule number three. Hey, listen, if it wasn't here 10,000 years ago, don't eat it. How do you know? Well, just think about it. like what needs to be farmed versus something that we can just go out in the forest and get. That's how I want you to decide this. And rule number four is going to help answer the question that everyone comes up with about number three. How do I know? So rule number four covers everything. If you do not know if it comes from a root, a plant, a tree, if it walks in a garden or swims in the sea, if you do not know if it's organic or non-GMO, if you do not know... If it was around 10,000 years ago, then the answer is no. Just pass. No big deal, right? So rule number five, which isn't really a rule, it's just really kind of just like a simple strategy is always take the best option. Just do your best. And all that means, listen, if you're eating out and you, you go to a restaurant, they don't have organic salad. They don't have, you know, grass-fed beef. So you still get... You still apply, comes from, you know, a, a root, a plant, or tree, walks in the garden, swims in our sea, but maybe it's not GMO. I mean, maybe it is a GMO. Maybe it isn't organic, but you still do the best. You don't just pull the towel and be like, hey, I'll just take the French fries and, you know, and, and whatever. So if you have this as your foundation, and that's what this is, these are fundamentals. If we can't get these right, we can't skip over and start to use strategies like, you know, an autoimmune condition uh, protocol. We can't use things like keto because, listen, if you come into someone like myself, a clinical nutritionist, someone who does functional medicine, this is where we have to start you anyways. We have to make sure that we have a diet that is built for humans, right? So let's not miss out on this. So the, the challenge here is that we have developed habits over time that we're eating foods not built for humans. So like, you know what the, the little koala bear is? That little bear from Australia? Koala bears like eat like one type of food. And it, um, I don't know exactly what it is, but like a koala bear, I think, oh yeah, it's eucalyptus leaves. That's all a koala, a koala bear eats. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but those little bears, they eat eucalyptus leaves. If they, so even no matter what, they, because that's the only thing that fuels their body to be the best version of the best bear they can be. If they start to eat other foods, 
they're going to get sick and then eventually die. And that's, and that's a bummer, right? So humans are the exact same way, except we get emotionally attached and we get lured in because of marketing and, and you know, and just other things that lure us in and taste buds, quite frankly, to bringing us to other foods that never were designed for humans. And listen, a Snickers bar, not human food. Doritos, not human food. Alcohol, we'll tackle that in a moment. But listen, let's let's not ignore the elephant in the room. If one of our habits, one of our foundational foods or you know consumptions is alcohol every day, then fundamentally we have a habit. Our foundation is built upon something that is going to downregulate human function daily. Are there strategies? Yeah, we're going to do our best. So there's better types of alcohol. Although all of them have ethanol in it, which is the same stuff we put in our gas pump, in our, in, you know, into our car. It's still poison to the liver. Any way you shake it down, that is truth. And listen, I've been on both sides of this fence. So, so I didn't just wake up one day and decide that I didn't want to drink anymore. I used to love to drink with the best of them, right? I just realized for me, and I'm not judging anyone that keeps drinking, that is still drinking you know, alcohol. For me, it just doesn't serve me anymore. But it took me, it was like a decade of weaning down. And then finally, just I, I just don't drink alcohol anymore. But I defended the other side. Oh, a little alcohol is fine for us. Not really, not for human function. Like koala bear don't drink alcohol. It doesn't, doesn't do good for their bodies. Just like for humans, it really doesn't do good for our bodies. All right, so that's God's garden. That is nutrition for humans. That's how simple it is. So for the moment of thinking all of those other things that confuse you, well, keto and paleo and and vegan and vegetarian, all of those things, those we can use as strategies for very specific reasons. But when it comes just to eating, to be good human beings, God's garden. That's how simple it is. So I'm going to help you along here to make sure that then, because then usually the question or the the topic of, well, should I just eat all from, from the ocean or should I eat all from the garden? What should I do? And here's really just a good plan, a good strategy, a foundation plan. And, And it's what I call the FFP rule. Every time you look down at your plate, see if you have an F, an F, and a P. And that stands for fiber, fat, and protein. So I'll simplify this and, and explain to you why it's so important that we have these. So fats, think of the fats as ultimately that is what protects your cell. That's on the outside cell. That makes your cells strong. Essentially, that makes you strong. That's where your the, the, the strength of your immune system, what protects the inside of your cell, happens on the outside, that lipid layer. So when you eat good fats, when you have good oils like fish oils, or, you know, one of my favorites is old school cod liver oil. When you have things like olive oil, when you have butter, when you have ghee, when you have um, some good fats, when you have things like avocados and olives, all of these different good fats help create a strong and healthy outer layer of the cell, which is your lipid layer. So they protect you. We need good fats. If you don't have the fat on your plate, you're missing out on something that will build a protection layer for your body. And that's just one of the reasons. So that's why we often attach things like vitamin A and vitamin D to our immune system, because that those are fat-soluble vitamins. Those are in that outer layer of your cell wall. That's what they're doing. They're protecting you. They're not necessarily attacking things for you. They're protecting you. And then at bare minimum, we need good and a lot of fats on a regular basis 
for good brain health. 50% of your brain is made up of fats. 30% of that or 50% of that is made up of very specific fats like DHA. And I know I'm getting a little complicated. I'm getting a little off track here because we want to just keep things simple. But my point here is that we need good fats and it's there's really, really good reasons. And the reason I'm bringing up the fats first is because along the way, fats got crucified. Well, what about my cholesterol? Isn't fat making me fat? The answer is no and no. When we start to eat bad fat, which would be on the outside of God's garden, things like French fries, not in God's garden. You can't, so don't try to slip that one in. Well, potatoes, right? Well, I want you to go back to the, the farming practices and it still needs to be in its original form. So we still have to be you know, smart. We're not trying to out-trick this plant. So fats are one of the things that are most deficient in our diets. And that's a big challenge because, one, it, it protects you and it's, it's one of the most important types of fuel for your brain and to help restore and repair your brain. But it's also the cleanest type of fuel you'll put in your body. So we have dirty fuel like sugar and carbohydrates, and then we have really clean fuel when we burn it, and that's good fats. So the next part is the – so that's F. There's, this is the FFP rule, fiber, fat, and protein, fibers. This is probably also a very – right now in the American diet, this is a huge, huge void. So fiber comes from our complex carbohydrates, things like you know uh, broccoli and cauliflower and kale, and, um, radicchio, arugula. These fibrous foods are so, so important. So fats are building blocks, fibers clean. So we're going to keep it simple. Fats are protectors, fibers clean your body out. Who doesn't want to clean their body out? Listen, we know we put a junk, bunch of junk in there, right? So we got to take time. We got to clean some stuff out. So we need more fiber, about 30 grams a day. And again, I and I shouldn't even mention that because I don't want you to measure, but maybe one day you look at how much fiber that means. That means like seven to cups or seven to 10 servings of vegetables daily. But this is a huge area that most people, especially children, most children that I see in my clinic nowadays are lucky to get one serving of vegetables a day. And then we bring in this whole juicing idea and we're juicing out, you know, we're getting the juice, but not our fiber. So when people ask me, like, do you, you, do you like juicing? I like some parts of juicing, but listen, don't miss out. Just blend everything. Let's make sure we keep eating the fiber. So that is the fiber, fiber, fiber. The more fiber you get, you clean out your body. And then the P, so we're FFP, fiber, fat, and protein. The protein are the building blocks. So we want to protect the body. We want to clean the body. And then we want to build the body. And it's always interesting, this protein, because I think most people that are like focusing on health, always focus on the protein first. So just build, 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 but not too much on the cleaning and the protection. So too much protein, folks, is not too good for us. So just be mindful of how much protein that we're having. So the goal here is every time you look down in your plate, you got fiber, you got fat, you got protein. If you want to know how much protein, like, yeah, your protein portion should sit in the palm of your hand easily. So that's just a, a simple gauge instead of, you know, how many ounces and grams and all that stuff. But it should sit at least in the palm of your hand. So, so that, that, that human plan right there, if you just stuck to that and did it regularly, you could confidently walk away from this podcast this morning and know that you had a diet built for humans. And if, 
And listen, we're not there. We need to get back there. We get need to get back there as fast as we can. And when we get off on off track, this is what we get back to. So some of those other plans, and listen, if you've been to my office, I use some of those other strategies. I use keto often. I use intermittent fasting. I use vegan diets. So in January, we do a huge community cleanse. The first 10 days of it, I have everyone act as if they're a vegetarian. Why? Just to reduce the amount of inflammation, reduce the amount of work that the body is using just to digest foods. So it's harder to digest your proteins. There's no you know, animal proteins. So we need to, at some point, let our body recover, which, hey, listen, that, that brings up the question and it brings up the challenge that some people have and they say, hey, Doc, I've been eating God, from God's garden for a long period of time. In fact, I'm meticulous about it. I might even be orthorexic about it and I'm still not well. And listen, a good diet is supposed to be the foundation. It doesn't mean you're going to be a superstar. We may have to then go back and start to heal up the deficiencies that you had. So listen, if you eat from God's garden today, you will be deficient in minerals, vitamins, and fats. I promise. I don't promise you because that sounds like something good. But that's if you were eating perfect and you're eating Foods from, you know, everyday, you know, uh, farms, even if they're organic, we're deficient. So we will need to use supplementation. And you can listen to one of my other podcasts, the four supplements that I recommend for everybody because of these deficiencies. And these are, again, foundational supplements, things like a fish oil, things like magnesium, things like trace minerals. They're deficient even with the best of diets. So if you have a great diet, in the, you know, you're eating a human diet, the one that's best for human beings, you're eating from God's garden, and you're still not well. Maybe you still lack energy. Maybe you still can't lose weight. Then we have to go back and figure out where the deficiency, where the disease is, where the disharmony in the body. Is there a leaky gut? You know, are you 50 years old and you've used, heck, you, you've used one round of antibiotics on average per year? That's 50 rounds of antibiotics. Folks, your gut is not going to be well if you eat from God's garden every day. You're going to have to heal up the gut. So that's when we apply very specific strategies, you know, a candida protocol or whatever it may be. But that, and again, that's where if you're at that point, you have good nutrition, you have good habits in your life, you're acting and you're kind of participating more like a human than ever. Then go get a practitioner. Go get, you know, find someone like myself. Find a clinical nutritionist. Find someone who's who's practicing functional medicine that can help you identify, you know, is it a gut issue? Is it a neurotransmitter issue? Is this, you know, what what is the issue here? Is it an adrenal issue? Is it a liver issue? And then go to work on that specific thing. And that's where we may employ one of those strategies. Maybe you have an autoimmune condition. You need a very specific autoimmune, you know, plan. And so I get the question like, how about, Doc, how about nightshades? Listen, God's garden first, and then we'll figure out if nightshades are are an issue for you. Hey, Doc, what about keto? God's garden first, and then we'll shift to more of a high fat, you know, medium protein, low carbohydrate. But we still, and then, because we have to get in the habit of the FFP rule, fiber, fat, and proteins. All right, so just kind of moving forward. Will it, will God's garden 
heal everything? No, but it wasn't designed to. It was supposed to, that was designed for humans, and then we may have to heal things moving forward. And that instead of getting like you know just you know using Doctor Google, go out and find yourself a good health coach, a good health practitioner that can help lead the way there. All right, so let's talk bad, bad habits for just a moment here. At least we have to be aware of the things that we're doing on a regular basis: alcohol, medications, processed foods. So I understand that we habitually use alcohol culturally. Doesn't mean that it's good for us. So usually what I'll tell people in the beginning, listen, don't, don't go cold turkey. I know that's not going to work. I'm, I'm a realist. I, I've been there down that road myself. So if you have a, you know, you enjoy a glass of wine at night. So just reduce the amount of nights, but make a strong commitment. Listen, in order for things to change, it's you. You and your habits have to change. So if you, if you know, oftentimes when people come to my clinic and I see that they drink a glass of wine a night and around here, that's very popular, except it's not just a glass, it might be a bottle a night, go to three nights, go to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but have four nights off. And then eventually it's two nights and then you find out what serves you best because if we continuously bring in the things that are going to harm our bodies where you're always using different medications, antibiotics or, or steroids or whatever it may be, those are going to downregulate human function. They do not necessarily increase your health. They may save you in a moment or help you in a particular situation, but they're always downregulating human function. And then of course, processed foods, but that goes in back into to the category of God's garden, because in God's garden, we're not going to eat any processed food. All right. So folks, that's it. So we're going to stop looking for the magic. And listen, I get it. I'm part of this world that is trying to, you know, help people make things a little simpler, a little faster, a little bit easier. But I will tell you that the simplicity of it is getting back to the foundation, getting back to the basics. So it is a good diet ongoing. How long should you do God's garden? forever. That's really the magic. If you can make something into a habit, that is the magic that we're all looking for. Remember, a koala bear only eats eucalyptus leaves, right? Humans should only be eating human foods, right? So I want to thank you again for listening into the Health Made Simple podcast. If you want to get more tips like these, these simple health tips on a daily basis, uh, friend me on Facebook. The, um, just Bart Precourt on Facebook, and I go live every day with a live, with a simple health tip. And if you have topics you want me to cover, I'll be glad to do it. And after listening to your podcast, this podcast this morning, uh, send it out to someone. Send it out to a person or two you think would benefit from this. Maybe it's someone you think is almost driving themselves crazy with too much information, or just someone you think that would just benefit from hearing some of these little tidbits. And again, Make sure that this is an awesome day. This is going to be the best year of your life. And the reason for that is because we're going to take more action, deliberate action for you, your body, your health, your well-being. You have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the Health Made Simple podcast. If you have a question or email you'd like me to answer or a topic you want me to cover, just go ahead and send us an email. To get my simple health tip on a daily basis, follow me on Facebook at Dr. Bart Precourt. And remember, your body is designed to be healthy, so let's make this the healthiest year of your life by taking more action than you ever have before.